Hey, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Southside Trap Podcast, the podcast that helps you stay on side with the Chicago Red Stars. It's your girl, Sandra. Here today to chat about some decision day scenarios for the Chicago Red Stars. We're heading into the final week of the 2021 regular season. It's here. The end is, is looming near. And uh, one more game against Orlando Pride, so we're going to preview that, but also talk about perhaps the bigger picture outside of that match coming up for Chicago. There's a lot to get through here today. Some NWSL math we're going to try to break down and figure out. So I couldn't do any of that stuff alone. No one could do anything alone. So I'm here today with my friend, homie, and colleague, Claire Watkins, a.k.a. the Scam Originator. Claire, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. I fluct- I mean, <clears throat> I fluctuate a little bit just because, like, the weather has been so all over the place. So some days I wake up all congested and being like, ugh. And then some days I'm like, oh, what a beautiful fall. It's a beautiful fall right now. We got big sun today, but I don't know. Did you did you get that big, big ass storm Monday morning that seemed to hit everybody? It was like peak spooky. Yeah, it was a lot. It was like gloom. It was like rain, wind, thunder, lightning and all of the. It had all of the like spooky elements to it. I was it like, it was oh a my. dark and stormy night for sure. It absolutely was. I was yeah. like, geez, what a way to sort of cap off or slash start off this this week. But right, uh, no, that was tough. To like the last maybe day and a half or so was like having the sun back. It was like, oh, this feels a little bit, yeah, right, <laughs> it was a little bit different. There's something about like 50 degrees with like sun, yes, versus like 50 degrees with like all of those other terrible things that we yes. just that we just mentioned. Um. But who knows? Maybe this is like a good omen, right? As we're like recording this in the sunshine and the yeah, light. Yeah, for sure. Um, we've got uh, one more game to get through with the Red Stars. They're going to be on the road to close out their regular season. They're going to be facing Orlando Pride. And uh, this game has a little bit of different implications, I think, um, for, for both of these teams. You know, we had had these, these games kind of circled on our own scheduled to talk about wondering if it was going to maybe come down uh, to, to this final game between these two teams. But Chicago kind of took care of some business when it came to eliminating um, other potential playoff threats uh, around them. And Orlando Pride are no longer in the mix and they have not been in the mix for some time uh, for one of the the final three remaining playoff spots. Um, but Chicago is in the mix of some different decision day scenarios with a number of other teams. So there are, as of right now, there are three of the six playoff spots remaining, uh, but effectively four teams who will have a realistic shot at any one of these. Right. Well, Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago's current as as of this recording, Chicago's currently in fourth place. Um, and the other teams that are kind of jockeying for position are, are Houston Dash, or um, uh, Gotham FC, Chicago, and then also uh, North Carolina, who are currently on the outside looking in, but level on points there uh, with, with Houston. So there's going to be some real, real interesting stuff to take a look at in this final week, because there are games all this week. Like there's a game on Thursday. Chicago's game is going to take place on Friday. Then matches that close out the remainder of the weekend. Um, yeah, we're not going to find out Gotham's final spot. And that has been the big question mark because they're finally getting that game in hand tomorrow. Um, yeah, so unlike they play the, the last clubs, game of the weekend. So we're not going to know where everything sits probably until the end, the true end of the regular season. Though Chicago, we'll, we'll know a little bit more about Chicago. I'm not sure 
we'll get into this, but I'm not sure Gotham is Chicago's uh, real adversary here in terms of their playoff scenarios. Yeah, I think that that's fair. Um, I think in terms of handling the business of what's in front of them, right, for Chicago, they have um, re- they have the most recent game, the most recent result against this Orlando Pride team. So these two teams have met in very different phases of their NWSL regular season journeys. There was a much earlier meeting between the two of them where uh, Orlando just got the better of Chicago uh, on transition ultimately and walked away with the win. Uh, Chicago ended up uh, beating Orlando very recently, uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, now they are meeting once again in the very late part of this season. And one team is on the brink of, of clinching a playoff spot and the other is, is eliminated. But also within that, the soccer that these two teams have been playing have looked different in, in each phase that they have met each other. Um, and so with this final uh, with this final match between the two of them, there's just some real like, damn, what the hell, Orlando, like type of vibes around this pride team sort of looking at them and how they are lining up, playing soccer on the pitch uh, versus maybe a team like Chicago that has spent a lot of time this regular season kind of figuring things out. Um, and still, quite frankly, on the pitch, depending on on, on the game, maybe looking like they, they still are at times. But um looking like they're having more fun. I think that's the biggest, maybe the biggest difference for this uh, Chicago team right now, heading into um, what could be um, a seventh consecutive uh, playoff appearance. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I maintain my stance. I maintain my stance that I, I set at the beginning of the season, which is that I think um, I'll be disappointed if Chicago doesn't make top four, but that's not in their hands right now. Um, yep. I will say that, uh, yeah, I mean, the game in Orlando should be interesting. Chicago hasn't played particularly well on the road this year. Um, they played a lot better at home than they have on the road. Orlando is a, a physical team, right? It could get a little bit chippy. I don't know exactly what they're banding together around right now. I don't know if they're banding together to try to give their interim manager a shot at the permanent job. I don't know. They have a couple of older players. I don't know if this is it for a number of these players. I think that you just shouldn't underestimate the motivation of the pride to, to, you know, wreck a dream a little bit for, for the red stars. Um, Yeah. I mean, they need, they can make things a lot simpler for themselves if they just get a point. Um, They can make things a lot simpler for themselves if they get three, if they don't win this game, that's not a deal breaker, but I think they need help. And so, um, the reason why Chicago has not yet clinched the playoffs is there's a scenario where uh, they get tied with three other teams or two other teams, which would require them losing and both of those teams winning. And while unlikely, it's not impossible, you know. Stranger things have happened this season. And I think that's why we like find ourselves talking about it, because if we've learned anything from this regular season in 2021 is that this is the year for all of those strange things to happen all at once. Um, Cause we've seen, we've seen all of the, the kind of weird developments uh, happening uh, throughout this season. So it was funny to sort of hop, before hopping on this kind of chatting a little bit about uh, different scenarios. Uh, 
I'm, I'm with you on that. I just, I just, I just really do. Uh, I am of a belief that like these two teams in particular of their, of their two pre- previous meetings, they just are two different teams now at the end of, of this, this season. Um, something that hasn't gone away from this Orlando side since really that second meeting uh, between them is, is that physicality uh, aspect. Um, I would venture even maybe at times looking a little bit reckless uh, in, in some of their challenges as well. So that's always something dangerous to sort of have like in the back of your mind, but there is uh, something about NWSL teams this year with like nothing to lose. Like I have really been enjoying everything Kansas city has been doing in this like final stretch of their season, kind of embracing the role of uh, spoiler and, having fun with like foiling other people's plans. Um, and that's always, uh, that's always a dangerous scenario for a visiting team in Chicago's position. Um, and if we're gonna, I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's fair to come on here and act like maybe there's not a small chip on Orlando's shoulder with, cause Chicago essentially, they essentially, the Red Sox essentially put in motion Orlando's elimination. Um, so they had that loss against Chicago and then they went into to Louisville and unfortunately were unable to pick up a result there. Um, so that, that effectively eliminated, uh, the pride. So uh, this isn't, this is also like not the first time where like there has been like a kind of a, a weird playoff scenario in mind between these two teams. I was also like in 2018, right? It was in 2018. Yeah. The first, the first season of the Sam Kerr era. And it was just kind of like the red stars did the same thing. Essentially. They effectively like pushed out and boxed out Orlando from like a path to uh, the playoffs. And this was in a time where, you know, there were only four, uh, four playoff spots uh, available. So it's just, it's, that's the other thing I'm like, God, I'm like, is this like a, a thing like is this like a thing now between these two teams maybe like maybe that's something when we look for little side rivalries or rivalries within rivalries like maybe maybe that's one of them um but uh it's it's tough for me to sit here and be like oh like chicago's gonna just head on into orlando and just like walk away with this win and i think maybe if you're looking at the recent performances from orlando comparing those to some recent performances from chicago on paper Maybe that is the assumption, but I by no means think that this is going to be some type of like a cakewalk for the Red Stars heading out there. Uh, they It's been tough for them to play when they're out in, in Florida. They catch themselves on the other side of some fatigue, you know, uh, in, in late game situations when they're out there in Orlando. Um, and it's it's been narrow before. Uh, well, I think it right. I mean, I think it comes down to I mean, we've talked about this all year, but the way Chicago plays requires uh, an immense amount of both mental and, and physical discipline. And I think it's just harder to maintain that on the road. I think that there's a reason why they're able to really hold that rigid structure so securely at home and, and why they struggle to do that on the road. We see some goofy goals get given up on the road. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it It's impossible to say, really impossible to say. Um, Obviously, this is not a playoff preview because Orlando will not be in the playoffs. But you have to think for Chicago, again, just they give themselves such a small margin of error. You'd have to think they'd be feeling better going into a quarterfinal um, on, you know, a four-game winning streak or a four-game unbeaten streak rather than, you know, letting, opening the door a crack to doubt in this last game, you know? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you for sure. I think in an expanded playoff picture, 
um, the, the first time, the first season that this is going to be done. Um, I think you absolutely want that. Right. Like for sure, because you know that if you are one of those lower seeded teams, like you are going to have a much longer, you're going to have a, a longer playoff journey than maybe. Uh, so momentum is key. Seed. Yeah. Yeah. Peaking and streaking at the right time, yep. I think are going to matter more than they ever have before yep. in the past when yep. it comes to to playoff scenarios. I mean, I think I think the biggest example of that that we saw was maybe that 2016 run from mm-hmm. um, Western New York Flash with with a very young Sam Mewis sure. and company um, where they were the number four seed and they just went on to to, to steal themselves a, a title. Um, so it just is like. I think in an expanded playoff picture, like that's going to matter more than ever. So, I mean, in this particular scenario, yes, of course, ideally, like I want Chicago to, to walk out of Orlando with, with a win and feeling good and confident and like no injuries and like everybody right. like feeling very, very healthy. Um, do I think that's going to be easy? No, quite frankly, if it is just a result, if it is uh, something like a draw, maybe you still want that to, to be a very promising draw and that it's like something that they were still playing decent soccer, but maybe it was just, who knows, like a goofy equalizer or something like that. So, I mean, you still want to exit and enter into the playoffs and, uh, you know, with your head held up and like better, better feelings and better, better vibes. So I, I don't know. I think um, I also want to see, I think in this game, um, the continuation of like, um, the the budding chemistry that we've been seeing with with Mal Pugh and Kalia Watt um and I want to see more good things for Kalia Watt as well specifically just because in these later games she has found herself on the scoreboard in some capacity whether it has been getting the goal or whether it has been making the extra pass or or picking up the assist um getting moments uh, getting those extra moments before like a big playoff picture i think are very very important too so um we'll see we'll see for sure um who do you want to maybe have a see have like a, a final good regular season game in this one claire um i don't know the same players as always probably you know morgan gatra mallory pew um love for casey kruger to have a strong game yeah, I mean, I think it's all the same stuff when, as when we previewed Orlando, you know, three weeks ago, right? You uh, want Cassie Miller to be confident in space. You want the center backs not to get pulled out. There's going to be a lot of one on, you know, necessary one on one defending with the way that their strikers kind of like to, you know, run into space. Um, yeah, I just, you know, the same, I think. <laughs> I don't know. There's not a lot of variance, right, to the way Chicago plays. So you just got to keep rolling with what's working, right? Let's, um, I mean, let's for for our awesome listeners, let's like maybe look just a little bit past this this game, and let's take a look at like uh, the different scenarios that we have sort of chatted a little bit about in in place for the Red Stars moving past the regular season. Um, we broke down. We did our best to break down some different scenarios uh, for everybody and what we think is could possibly play out for for this team. Um, ideally, we'll start with what's most ideal and then obviously what would suck the most. Uh, but essentially with this final week with decision day scenarios throughout the games for Chicago, if they get a win, 
against Orlando Pride and a bit of help from other from other match day scenarios, Chicago could clinch that fourth uh, seed and possibly host uh, a home playoff game. But uh, again, they would need us, us up all three points and uh, losses from other teams, right, Claire? Right. So it would take all three points, and I believe. So they are currently two points ahead of Gotham. Gotham has six available points ahead of them. If Chicago wins, we'll say, you know, they have, they maintain like a five, they'll maintain a five point lead over, no, they'll maintain a two point lead over Gotham going into the last game. If Gotham, so basically the idea being that there's a way if Gotham doesn't get all of their available six, or if they don't get, they only get, gosh, I am so bad at this. Anyway, if Gotham doesn't get all their available six, Chicago has a shot at fourth. Um, If Chicago wins and the Spirit lose to Houston, Chicago also has fourth with the possibility of Gotham then leapfrogging to third. So not impossible, all dependent on them winning in Orlando, though. Yeah, and I think this this one's also like, unfortunately, this one's also like the, the longest shot scenario, I think, in terms of like what, what could happen just because it depends on tomorrow on Gotham's yeah, game tomorrow. just because of the other yeah. games that have to take take place right. um then there's like the kind of I think maybe what could be considered like the the safe scenario right in that if Chicago walk out of Orlando um with a draw and then Gotham's Thursday result is looks a certain type of way that can at the very least secure Chicago a playoff spot period well maybe. it'll get them fifth it, yeah, it, it will. Um, I think if if they get a point, then um, Houston, who is the team behind them, uh, will not have the ability to reach them on points. So I think that secures them. Sorry, both Houston or North Carolina could not reach them on points. So if they get a draw, that's fifth. Just like pen, put it in pen. They get fifth. Yeah. And then, of course, there are scenarios for. <laughs> Or if this they team have go not to Orlando, clinched yet, right? So yeah, there so is- they have not. They have not. They, they, along with several other teams, have not clinched the spot yet. So this is a within all these scenarios, we got to talk about the one um, in which Chicago loses if they go to Orlando and do not walk out with any type of result. Um, not great, <laughs> not great because of again the other teams. Well, Gotham specifically having the extra game in hand. Um, Houston, North Carolina, kind of having those tiebreakers, uh, you know, over Chicago as well. Um, there's some, there's a real potential for if Chicago loses, then there's Gotham, North Carolina, and Houston who could just sort of possibly well, pass. What happens there specifically is obviously if Chicago loses, it would be highly unlikely that Gotham does not leapfrog them, right? Because they are only two points behind and they've got six available to them and they're playing Louisville twice. Um, if they lose, then Houston and Houston beats Washington. Washington's already ahead of Chicago, so Washington doesn't need to pick up any points. They've already clinched. If Houston beats Washington and North Carolina goes to Portland and beats uh, beats the Thorns, which again, likely, I don't know, but obviously stranger things have happened, um, then Chicago would be on a three-way tiebreak with Houston, North Carolina, with Houston and North Carolina. And I have to assume based on the fact that Chicago has not clinched that that puts them out because if it doesn't put them out, then they would have clinched playoffs. Yeah. Um, those I'm, first... I'm basing, I'm putting my faith in the league on this one. I don't know. I, I'm yeah. just, yeah, those, those, 
I think in the loss, in the event that there's a loss in Orlando and then there are results from, from Houston and North Carolina, and then obviously got them getting their own, um, that there are, there's, there's a scenario in which their tiebreakers come into play mm-hmm. within these three teams, specifically Houston, North Carolina, Gotham, um, Chicago doesn't have a ton of tiebreakers. It's because of the goals. It's, it's not because of the head to heads. They're tied on head to head with both North Carolina and Houston, but they don't have the goals. They're still at a negative yeah. one goal differential. Yeah. At this point in the, in the regular season, one, one game remaining in this final week, um, it's just, the true Chicago was just, Hey, never here's what I want. Here's what I it. want for the last game. Here's what I want for the last regular season game. I want Chicago I to get out of the negatives <laughs> in goal differential. They're so close. They're at negative one. They've been in a deficit all year. All it would year, be man. so good if they could get at least like a one or a zero, you know, that would not be negative. Deli- that would be delightful. Yeah. It would be like, yes, Chicago, there is a Santa Claus. Yeah. I just am like, it's just, it's, it's here we are. Like, yeah. Final match of the regular season. And it's just looking at some of these, um, I guess what can be considered like worst case scenarios is just, that's the truth. If there ends up being like a multiple situation where type uh, with multiple teams have to go to tiebreakers, uh, Chicago just has not been able to dig themselves out of that goal differential <laughs> all year. Um, and uh if that ends up being the case, that's kind of haunting. I think if you like go into that, look ahead into that next season. Um, but uh, we definitely wanted to lay all that out uh, for everyone as, as best we could. Again, all right. NWSL math is hard, y'all. I mean, this is really, quite frankly, kind of it feels like the first year where we really had to try to wreck our brains for like decision. There's never been like a, a final week of decision day. Chicago is always Chicago has always clinched playoffs. I think with a one weekend in hand. Yeah. I think that that has with help. It's not always been like, because they've yeah. been blowing everybody away, but I think it usually has come down to a scenario where Chicago has clinched at least third or fourth by the last weekend. Um, so Sandra, I'm going to put you on the spot. Are you ready? Do, uh, do you think Chicago wins on Friday? I think Chicago draws on Friday. Okay. I think that's fair. Do you think North Carolina wins this weekend? No. Same. I think that's just what's going to happen. I think Chicago is going to get fifth. Yeah. 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 And then that it'll be like, there's a lot of scenarios, but I just really think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I just, um, here's another thing. (laughs) Here's another thing that I was keeping an eye on too this week. There was an international window that took place and um, there were some U S women's national team games. And um, Jenna Davidson got two consecutive starts in those games. She looked real played good. Played two full nineties, right? Played almost. I think I think she came out at one point, didn't okay. she? I don't know. But we'll just say almost. Yeah, two full played games. a lot of minutes. Yeah, uh, two consecutive starts, two two full ish games. Casey Kruger um, getting a start as well. Uh, Mallory Pugh getting one as well. Um, and also, I think coming off the bench at one point. She did. Yeah, um, she played. I think sixty. 60 and then nine is 60 and then 30 or 30 and then 60. Yeah. So all three of these players getting pretty significant minutes during this international window. Um, and, um, I'm going to throw in just since we're talking about all these scenarios, um, totally Williams, the Williams got some time, Mm -hmm. uh, in these games and, um, this is Chicago Red Stars podcast, but we're down to the final week and all these things are in play and, and we are, Yes, looking at the, the Red Stars and, and their scenarios, but we also have to look at all these other teams. And I'm wondering, 
I'm wondering if this national team camp maybe was a little bit of a blessing for somebody like Alyn Williams. Yeah, uh, right. It's pretty evident that North Carolina has been going through it a lot. Yeah. Um, in a number of ways. Um, and the players uh, have been doing their best. They've been going out there and playing soccer, mm-hmm. doing their jobs. Um, but those players haven't been getting their results. Right. For the right. team. And, uh, you know, Lynn Williams, we know what she's capable of in uh, the club level. Um, and she did a little snake bit in front of goal. So watching her come away with a goal. Get one. Yeah. Last night. Was real, real nice. It was like yeah. a moment of joy for myself personally to watch. I was like, when it happened, I was like, yes, like you wanted to see something like that happen for that player. For sure. And I was happy that it happened. Um, but I wonder if that's going to be something to help, you know, jumpstart or kickstart some things for that North Carolina side as they head into Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think about um, a really good, really good opportunity that Mal Hugh, that Mal Pugh had in the squad. Um, yeah, it feels herself. like she's very much reintegrating herself into that ecosystem in a in a very significant way, right? Yeah, found herself uh, with a ball on a platter, Carly yeah. Lloyd, better the needle. So a young player running into the box, uh, Pew one v one, didn't get it. Yeah, and uh, you know, as you're like reintegrating yourself into those scenarios, you know, that's like we hear all the time that it's like the highest, most competitive. Right you know, environment and level. And, uh, those are what coaches are, are looking at. So I uh, would hope that, uh, something like that doesn't, you know, short memories, right. I hope that that's something that could be like shaken off and like that, but I like that. I like that the red stars players, players that were looking to have, you know, big games down the stretch, whether it is in this final regular season match and hopefully in the playoffs should they clinch, um, that they're getting those looks and that they're getting that that time uh, together. I I really um, I would love to see Mal Pugh be played into the box that way, and hopefully she slots it away uh, for Chicago in these kind of scenarios. Um, but uh, but we we will see. We will absolutely see. I'm not too. I think there's. Um, I think it's going to be exciting. I think I think this week coming up. It's just like a very, very exciting time. Agreed. And yeah. I I just am a little, I find myself feeling like a little bit grateful for it just yeah. because of all of the hardships that have uh, befallen on the league and the players. Man, I'm also just proud of these players too. Like yeah. it's the fact that there's so much, so many positives going into this weekend and, and so many cool scenarios and just it's, yeah, I think that um, it's a credit it's a credit to, to them for sure. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. I just, you know, I don't like thinking about it and like getting in the headspace of like talking about it in a red stars capacity. And, you know, it was already like a new and exciting thing where it was like, Hey, there's, there's going to be expanded NWSL playoffs for the first time in the league's history. Um, and while there has typically always been like a predetermined, championship site that you know that means that like the semifinals or or what are now quarterfinals have you know there's something to play for there still right. where you know if, if you get a a one two three or four seed you know you're getting to host a playoff game uh, in some capacity so that's also like very very cool um and it's just uh 
it was, it's, it's baffling to sort of try to sit down and like figure out math and like different scenarios for different teams. Um, and it just sort of feels uh, like a like a very special moment, and I like would like to hang on to that for like a for just like a second, because all things, uh, all other things considered, uh, basically. So I hope this week we get a Red Stars dub, for sure. I hope they continue to be in control of their own destiny, because you know, really, there were a lot of moments throughout this season where it kind of felt like they weren't, um, and I think that part for like us covering it maybe kind of suck the most <laughs> because it's just kind of like how you're just letting some of this stuff get away from you right um and so it's nice to sort of um see that they still even down to this like last week still have a little bit of a say right and right. where they want to go so uh here's to hoping that they go to florida and uh walk away with a dub and we get to when we get to cover uh, one more win yeah for the Chicago Red Stars in uh, in the regular uh, season. Claire, you got anything else you want to cap off this episode with before we uh, close it out? I don't think so. It's been, <laughs> we'll have more. I think we'll have more after this weekend to talk about in terms of uh, playoffs and, and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I will say it's, it's a similar vibe. I'm feeling similarly as I have sort of throughout the sort of tail half of the season, which is that, um, you know, it's, unfortunate i think in the larger scale in the larger you know scheme of things that this is all coming down to one game right in terms of seating um but it is again just indicative of the year i guess so right on yeah folks stay with us there's still one more chicago red stars game to get through for sure that much we know so we will be here to get us all through it as always if you've enjoyed what we've chatted about here on this episode, I just want to let you know that there's a number of ways to support us and our work. The best, most direct way to do that is via our patron at Southside Trap Patron. You can find a subscription that works for you. We've got tiers that start at the $2 level all the way to $25, all different kinds of perks in between. Find one that works for you. Sign on up. If helping out financially is not something that you are able to do at this time, we understand things are hard all over. Uh, there's a number of other ways you can continue your support of us and our work. Uh, other ways to do that is by following us on our social media channels like Twitter or Instagram at SouthsideTrapPod with one letter P. And you can also find us on streaming services like Spotify, Anchor, iTunes. If you head on over to iTunes and leave us five stars and a review, that stuff helps us out so much whenever we're creating these podcast episodes for you. And in the meantime, you all need to continue to be safe, wear your mask, wear your wash your hands, wash your face, wash your everything. Please get vaccinated if you are able and uh, continue your support of Black Players and Black Life. And uh, Claire and I will be back with you all next week with another episode.